everybody to another fun-filled episode of the We Are Adult Show, brought to you by Hoppyhead Productions. I'm your host, Sean, and across the way, Danny, a lot of rain out here, man. I, hopefully, uh, you don't have the same problem. No, no, it's uh, cold-ish. Ish, ish. You know, I thought it was I thought it was a little chilly out here until I saw the um, Friday night low temperatures for the Pacific Northwest, specifically like Montana and Idaho, and the eastern Oregon and Seattle area. Yeah, like the wind chill temperatures were anywhere from like negative thirty five to negative fifty five. That doesn't sound fun. <laughs> oh, not at all. Dude, I'd rather deal with the cold versus like wind cold. Because wind cold, that just feels like that it feels like like a wave of knives just going across your body. Oh yes. <laughs> Even my coworker who uh, gets cold when it's below like seventy. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, she has her house temperature thermostat during the winter set at seventy two. <laughs> um she agrees that she'd rather work in the rain, cold rain, than cold wind. Yeah. 72's not that bad. Like, how do you, wait, oh, like, she cool, oh, she makes it, like, cold to 72. No, no, during the winter, like, yeah. that's where her year is set at. Oh. I guess, oh, I, I, I well, mine's 68, so, I mean, it's not, it's only yeah. four degrees difference. I don't know, she, she, she says her mom has her house at 68 when she goes over there, it's freezing. In oh, Cali- she also in has California. Do you, I feel like you have to put the air conditioner on most of most of the times. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> uh. But uh, speaking of rain, Sean, I had something happen to me with some with another word of rain, the Ontario rain. Yes, the local minor league hockey team. Nice. So nice. they had a Harry Potter theme night. I yeah, mean, they, they couldn't call it that. It was wands and wizards. Yes, and it was pretty course. cool. They split the, they split the team up into the you know the four houses. I mean, it was very not subtle that yeah. they were blatantly. Oh, you know, like the four off. corners of like the stadium. No, no, like they had like so many players in house uh, Gryffindor and house Slytherin and gotcha. so, and they had it broken down. So if you scored a point, if you scored a goal, it was like a hundred points to your house, and if you got an assist, it was fifty points, and if you got a power play goal, it was a another 50 points and we got into a fight and you you know and then it was like minus points and stuff and so after <laughs> they scored a goal it was like goal scored by number 14 akil thomas 150 points to ravenclaw did they Assist do it like by... like ravenclaw yes they did actually uh, yes. nice 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 and so you know my wife being the hufflepuff that she is yeah decided that you know, she wanted to go full decked out, so she I ended up for her birthday buying her a matching beanie, scarf, and socks set from the overpriced but stocked up company, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Box lunch. Yes. <laughs> they have they have all the shit you need. Yes. Um. So she we both had our robes on, and we I we both got picked this time to be intermission entertainment. Oh boy. We got to play a version of Quidditch. <laughs> where we used hockey sticks instead of brooms and we were to run to a certain point with the rain mascot yeah uh kingston yeah w- with a little hole on a with a hoop on the end and then we had to throw a ball through there and then we had to run through center ice where they had a bunch of the plastic balls there that were the bludgeons that we had to avoid mm-hmm. where they had at the end another mascot from this car wash company that was sponsoring the night mm-hmm. holding a 
what ended up being a Ferrero Rocher with little paper wings, yeah. golden wings on it, the snitch. Yeah. And so we're going, and there's a little kid who's the Ravenclaw. He's like 12-ish, and he makes his first, and then Jody misses, and so then I make mine through, and she has to go pick her ball up and try again. And so I'm going through, and this kid's already, like, by the time I make mine through, he's already pretty much at half ice at center ice. Oh, please tell and me so, you fucking bean this kid or something. Just be like... And so I'm, like, going through, and I'm catching up to him a little bit, but he's still a little ahead of me as yeah. I get to center ice, and I'm catching up, and I'm like, you know what? Fuck it, dude. And so I fucking pick up the pace. <laughs> and, my, and as my wife says, she was, like, walking through center ice to avoid stepping on the ball, so she didn't... Uh, uh, have anything bad happen to her and she said she looked up and i was about two or three feet off the ice just parallel full body parallel just and just plumped. you f oh you slipped oh so bad dude oh my god <laughs> um yeah because i was like and i was like and i still uh, lost too yeah. i was like within a foot or two of him and i just uh, i felt my uh i just you know what next thing i know i was looking up at the ceiling of the arena yeah oh dude it hurts so bad like i told myself if i fell don't put your hands down so landed on my elbows like i still like bump things and i can feel the yeah. pain in my elbows knock the breath out of me oh. i'm trying to stand there center ice and not look like i almost <laughs> killed myself and everybody just like like the penguins in madagascar just smile and wave boys smile and wave pain. Oh, man. But I, I figured it was bad when not only did like the guy who Mikey who was hosting it, yeah, come up and like, are you okay, man? Um, every ice girl that I encountered that was either part of the game or as I was walking back into the area also mm. came up and asked me if I was okay. And pretty much every like arena staff member that also saw the incident, yeah, asking me if I was like, like, don't, hey, don't sue us, don't sue us, don't sue us. That's what I told Jody. I'm like, that's those aren't those are questions of, are we going to hear from a lawyer on Monday? Yes. <laughs> That's too funny. <laughs> so the little kid in Ravenclaw won, though, huh? Yes. What, were you Slytherin? Yes. Yeah. Was there any Gryffindors? Yes, the Gryffindor was even younger. I don't know where he was. He was probably like eight-year-old gotcha. kid. Yeah. It was like an eight-year-old, a 12-year-old, and two goddamn near 50-year-olds out there. It was <laughs> the fucking Harry Potter fandom in a nutshell. Oh, dude, I almost wish I took Jody's place to just be down there because I'd, I'd totally fuck with you. <laughs> and I would totally deserve it. It was hilarious. I'd probably just like bump push into you <laughs> as we're running. One of my uh, coworkers was supposed to be there. And so I told a couple other people and they're like, oh, I hope she saw it. Maybe she got it on video. And we went and she was like, oh, yeah, I ended up not going to the game and gave my tickets to my cousin. It's like you bitch oh geez geez so did you did you guys win any any cool prizes i mean no oh, like he gave us uh like the well because the main prize main person got a prize and he got a baseball hat and a stocking christmas stocking oh yeah and then they gave us um it's just it literally is just out of reach but a bucket hat from the ontario reigns 15th anniversary is what we got okay at least you got a free that's hat what that's what i'm I got a hat, but that's what I almost died for. It was a, a hat. A hat. <laughs> um, a hat. Yeah. Dude, I saw on your Instagram, I'm about to ask you last week while our, we were on break. Our, our, our Instagram? Our matey. Um, you went to the Kings game and won a, jer uh, a jersey. 
Oh no no I didn't win the. Oh yeah the auction I won that in the auction. Okay nice. I I didn't win that in the prize I won that in because I had to pay for it and then tell my wife remind my wife that it's uh you know for the kids. You know what? I didn't think you were that lucky, so it makes a whole lot more sense. <laughs> I won the hockey puck that was with the on uh, the jersey. I yeah. thought I talked about that last week. I guess I forgot. I don't know. No, I, got pulled I don't up. think you did. I got pulled up. I got pulled up. Yeah, there because I had uh, for their Christmas game, and I had found them on Amazon. They're called beardaments, and they're little hair clips things mm-hmm. you, uh, with Christmas ornaments and Christmas lights that you can put in your beard. <laughs> yes. That's so. Nice. So you didn't win. Well, you won, but you paid for it. Yes. You know, $1,500 for a hockey jersey for the kids. Man, no wonder you got all those balls of Blanton's. (laughs) (laughs) It's nothing to do with uh, pre-COVID prices. (laughs) Right. Well, because it was the, the jersey was an auction. Yeah, and not it. only people at the game, but people everywhere that you know signed up. Oh, like online, just through like... the auction. Yeah, either online or uh... yeah. When I posted it on the Reddit, people were hitting me up. It's like, how did how did you win? How much did it cost? What about this? And somebody guy DM'd me stuff, asking me questions too. Yeah, good deal. So yeah, so speaking of Blantons, we're doing a TikTok slash Instagram trend that's not new but you know is going around again it's an old thing involving blantons or at least the uh the company of blantons blantons adjacent i don't know i wonder you didn't tell me what whiskey you're going to pick that was blantons adjacent i want adjacent and i didn't really feel like opening one of my blantons so i wonder if we picked the same one i did not buy any i did not use anything from buffalo trace Oh, so well, I used Elijah uh, Craig. No, I, I used I my went, mixer. Uh, I went Eagle Rare. Eagle Rare. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. I could have, I could have, but I didn't. That's why I was wondering yeah. if you picked the same. Yeah, I'm trying to finish taste. this so I could go. I could. I've been good. I've been good. I've. This is like the only bottle I've bought in like the last like two weeks. Ah, ah. Did you hole. did you kill your did you kill your Eagle Rare? No, I've been uh, I've been a good boy. Uh, gently yeah. drinking it, at least until I get to Cali. I'm gonna take my mom's gonna have to take me to Costco so I can go see what random shit they got in there. Oh, yes. Oh. Wait. <laughs> the nice thing is, in California. Yeah. Um, and I, I think there's a couple other states, but you know, it's nice that Costco does sell liquor. You know, at actually there, but with California laws, you don't have to have a membership to buy the liquor. So if you just tell them. That you're buying liquor. Yeah, they're supposed to just let you in and go buy the liquor. They'll be like, they'll just watch you. I think they gave you some kind of like weird like guest pass liquor thing. But yes, the other thing is if you have Costco gift cards, you don't have to have a membership to go shop with Costco gift cards either. Hey, oh, the more you know. Yes, the more you know. I yeah, I have I haven't been in Costco in I don't know how long. I haven't been, yeah, since I lived with my. Actually, no, I take that back. It's been a, it's been a few years, but one of my coworkers went because we were trying to see if we could find this bottle of Japanese whiskey there, hmm. and he wanted to buy one too. So he had a membership, so I didn't te- get to test the. Um, you don't need a membership theory. Got you. Fair enough. Uh, but anyways, so the recipe is Blanton's and Sprite, 
which makes sense. Um, well, it's Elmer, T- yeah, Elmer T. Lee Blanton's. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, it's supposed to be. So the, the rumor is, I don't know if this is right. I don't have sources. Don't fact check me, all right? Um, and I, I've ahead. heard it from other sources that seem more credible than just Instagram. <laughs> Assholes on Instagram that it is true. Got you. So the uh, the famous brewer at Buffalo Trace, Elmer T. Lee. Distiller. Distiller, sorry, not brewer, distiller. Um, enjoyed his uh, his bourbon with ice and Sprite and bourbon. That was it, though. That was the way he drank it. The master distiller of you know this big empire that really helped uh, found the ways. So, of course, there's the people that say you can only drink bourbon one way, or whiskey one way. But at the end of the day, I think it's just drink it the way you want. <laughs> Yes, I know what there's else? a lot of people that call people out for adding sodas and stuff, but where I where I agree with them, and the only time I agree with them is if uh, they come to your house, like some someone comes to your house, and you offer them like your more expensive or nicer pour, a pour, and then before they even taste it, they're like, uh, "You got some Coke or something to mix with this?" Well, and yep, they're like, "I would yep. either just I would either just pour it back in the bottle or pour it in my mouth, and then take out something." one of my mixers and give that to them and let them mix whatever they want with it. But I'm not, I'm not letting them mix something with my fancy whiskey, especially if they haven't tasted it. Wouldn't you already know that this friend isn't a huge whiskey taster and mixes everything. So you wouldn't offer that anyways. They, they did bring up that point and they said that it would probably be like maybe the first time they came to your house. Hmm. And also like, you know, if you were at somebody's house, and even if you kind of liked mixing stuff and they're like, Hey, just try this plain. I would yeah. give it a shot. Yeah. If if someone is recommending, you know, if someone I know is into that whiskey that much. Yeah. You know, if they have a whiskey room, not a whiskey, you know, <laughs> closet. Um, and they're like, you should try this. You will probably like it. And I would be like, you know what? I will give it a fair shot. That's Neat. fair. Neat. 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 Um, so I, I did have... try to, um, yeah. oh. I was going to say, I did try to one time give my father-in-law some fancy whiskey. And he wouldn't drink it without putting some water in it because it opened it up. And it's like, uh, that's not always true. But yeah, sure. Go ahead. Yeah. I had somebody put an ice cube in there. They just put like one ice cube and then yeah, for the drink, that was it. And then he said, here, I'll add water. And he walked over to the faucet, turned it on, turned it off. And was like, all right, I added water. <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> yeah, I just laughed. I was like, he's like, that's what we used to do. <laughs> yeah. When I was at, um, a distillery in uh, Rochester with friend of the show man thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we, I paid for like their little bourbon um, uh, curated sampling. And so they had the, one of the beer, t- whiskey uh, tenders. They're not beer uh, come over and mix all. They're not mixologists. So I don't know what, what to call them, but anyways, um, he came over and, you know, he had like a little, like he had the drink, the samples out playing and said, he had me take a drink of each and kind of guide me through. And then, with the there's like a little thing of water with an eyedropper in there and so basically just add however many drops of water you want mm-hmm. as opposed to you know just sticking the whole thing under a faucet <laughs> so uh that's too funny blend whiskey and sprite whiskey and sprite cheers hmm i mean it's it tastes like it makes me feel like i added a blend 
flavorless ginger beer to the whiskey. Yeah. It doesn't have as much of a bite as like if you add ginger beer. Yeah. With like ginger beer and lime. Yes. There's like that extra, it almost makes it give it a rye characteristics of that, the heat. Yeah. Um, um <laughs> That's going to be a, a, a no from me, dog. <laughs> right. So when I buy my ginger beer, I've been buying the Fever Tree brand. Yeah. And I was, I can't remember where I was, whether it was BevMo or Total Wine, but they had a distiller's cola. Mm -hmm. And I bought myself a four pack to see if it tasted any different than just regular Coke. And it's Coke with kind of a ginger beery quality. It's got that spiciness of the ginger beer to it a little bit. Yeah. It's like a spicy Coke, which is way, and it tastes way better than just mixing it with regular Coke. So I think as of now, and I'm going to say something here that a lot of people were upset about during the December months of being trolled by social media. Yeah. But I think my top is the distiller beer. Mm -hmm. My second is ginger beer. And then regular Coke. And then Mountain Dew. <laughs> and then Sprite. But I did, uh, when I was buying my bottle of Sprite, I did see a different bottle of Sprite to try, Sean. Oh. Cherry Sprite. <laughs> and I, just, I fucking mix, I got, I mix some enemies sprite. here. <laughs> I got normal. Well, I got normal Sprite and Cherry Sprite. Mm. I'm so fancy. Double Spriting it today. See? Sprite. Sprite. It's you can tell there's a difference, but you can't fully taste. It doesn't taste cherry. -y. Yeah. But it's a light cherry flavor in the sprite. Drinking it straight from the oh, container. Yeah. So yeah, it's probably hard to get it with another flavor with the whiskey, the bourbon flavor over it. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, it it doesn't mask the bourbon flavor. Like I don't know, I it doesn't really taste like anything actually. It it doesn't taste like Sprite and it doesn't taste like yeah. Maybe because maybe because Eagle Rare is too smooth. Maybe I need to get a harsher, <laughs> more high alcohol volume whiskey or bourbon something maybe a rye but it just doesn't have uh there's no bite to it it's just a bland mm -hmm. it'll get you drunk it'll do its job because <laughs> you're you know like i said there's not much of a harshness of the flavor so you'll drink it pretty fast mm -hmm. which is i guess you're sucking it down over there i'm trying i'm making i'm making my throat way through it i just i'm just doing that thing where you just Plug and chug, baby. I'm plugging and chugging to be honest, man. Yes, it's not. I don't think it's good at all. It's, I, I don't even know how you make it better. To be honest, I just don't think Sprite is a good mixer with it. Like, right. I, and the guy on the the video that you sent me was like, "Oh my god, this is the best thing I've ever tasted." And it's like, how much were you paid to say that, and by whom? <laughs> is this video brought to you by Sprite? <laughs> yes. Um, oh, yeah, I'd much rather have, like, ginger beer, Kentucky Mule, than have this. And yeah. I'm and I'm using, and, like, the same whiskey. Like, I killed that whole bottle 
like with mules. <laughs> yeah, you need some kind of a bite. And I think that's because the whiskeys that we both picked are pretty easy and smooth drinking. So either the whiskey needs to be a harsher high ABV or a rye yeah. with some heat on it. Or the drink, the mixer has to have some heat on it. Yeah. And there was one podcast that I listened to, Black the Black and Brown podcast, and they mm-hmm. were they make kind of making that point about they are proof snobs. They won't drink anything like under a hundred and three or a hundred and five proof. <laughs> and they're saying that you know you definitely need that to hold up against cocktails. And I'm like, well, I don't know, like you can mix anything, it'll be fine. Yeah. But again, I'm mixing it with ginger beer, so the ginger beer has the spice. Mm-hmm. This is yeah. This is just meh, meh. At its finest, meh. Yeah, meh. At its finest, meh. So I, I would just drink it. I would. I would even say I would just drink Elijah Craig straight over this drink, and I would drink the Sprite separate. But I don't even really care for Sprite. Maybe that was a dumb idea. I don't. I don't even drink Sprite really. <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't seek it out, but I also don't avoid it. True. True, it's true. A meh drink? Meh. Meh. I will say ginger ale does not does not do Kentucky Mule as good as a ginger beer. That is No, you need that fact. beer for anything. Yes. Yep, 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 yep. We're actually uh not when I say we, it's not me. It's <laughs> my girlfriend. Um is actually made a, her own ginger beer. It's in the bottle right now. Um carbonating. Fancy. Fancy. <laughs> yes. I'm sure it's full of vegetable goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Ginger and water, baby. Ginger and water. <laughs> oh man. A so, bit of sugar. Uh they tell you, you know, I saw this somebody made a meme of this thing and it's talking about how you can't he- you can't hear one piece of information and have it both be good news and bad news. And so <laughs> in the, the next panel in the comment was like, okay. And so you know, a couple of years ago, the the owner of Green Cheek Brewing mentioned that he wanted to expand either into southern Orange County or like northern San Diego County. Yeah. Well, the good news is he uh, found a location. The bad news is one of my top three favorite breweries is closing down at the end of the month and he's taking over their location. Oh, boy. Bagby Brewing in Oceanside, California will be closing down at the end of January. Oh, wow. And then Green Cheek will be taking over the beginning of February. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I saw a couple people posting about it on the Discord forums I was in. And so when I finally got a chance to look at the social media post, it was basically not a – Bagby isn't closing down for financial or hardship reasons. It was basically just the couple that founded it was like, you know, we poured our heart into this. This is what we wanted. Our goal was to do, you know, make a place that had, you know – light refreshing easy drinking amazing beers mm-hmm. and we accomplished that oh and a good you know places with good food and stuff and we accomplished that but now it's time for us to basically focus on other important things in life that owning a restaurant and a brewery does not allow us to do time wise yeah i i can believe that <laughs> so it seems more like they're kind of like um i can't remember the name of the brewery there was one that sold out and everyone was like, oh, why is he selling out? Does he need money? Is this and that? And he was like, no, nah, dude, I was going to retire, but none, none of my kids wanted the brewery, and I didn't want it to close it down, so I had to find someone who I felt would uh, take over with respect. It might have been New Belgium, even. 
It was like one of those kind of breweries. Oh, right. Yeah, well, New New Belgium sold to that um, overseas company. Yeah, it was either like, new, maybe maybe it was in New Belgium, but but it was a brewery of that size and yeah. around that time. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um. So, yesterday was a fun day if you're a fan of Disneyland. They uh, put up for sale all of their magic keys. <laughs> and the website that was selling it crashed trashed of course and so people people were at the park in line four to eight hours in line with no guarantee of getting a pat of the pass you want when you get up front and you basically just had to like hope someone was getting updates that you could see on social media and and i was talking to one of my coworkers about it and i was like i think the way they could have easily fixed it is um do it the way the breweries that I'm members of handle, and I'm sure other breweries do the same way, handle their membership thing, where if you're already a member, you have they'll send out a link to you, your email that you can click on, and it'll take you to where you can renew. Mm-hmm. And you have so many days to renew. Yep. And if you don't renew by that date, then like the next day or two, they open it up to the general public of how many didn't renew. Yeah, makes sense. Versus opening everybody at once and people that already had passes who want to renew getting screwed or people that have been trying to get passes since whenever they were announced. Yeah. Um, because not everyone's going to renew every yeah. year. You're going to lose a percentage of your people. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, especially for the price, it's kind of a reward for continuously being a member. Yeah. But at some point, it was like in the, you know, later in the afternoon, uh, they uh, only had the most expensive pass available, and I think that it eventually sold out. Yeah. But I also like the way they uh, put the timing for the sale. Yeah. They're like, yeah, the, the passes are going on sale on January 10th, no earlier than 9 a.m. Pacific time. Damn. So no later than what? Yeah, no, 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 just no earlier than. <laughs> Ah, uh, so so did uh did uh did Jody get one or she's well out she for next year she um renewed in November okay and so she renewed like as soon as she could in November so she's off on a different timing I guess oh got you okay got you got you got you got you has Princess Night been announced let's ask the real question they did not, here they did not they they announced and they um I thought they were gonna announce more nights but I don't think they're doing a Princess Night this year. They did Sweetheart Night, and then that sold out. And then I think they announced the next one was like Star Wars Night. Son of a bitch. Yes. All right. I'll just keep waiting then. Yes. We could have <laughs> gone and, you know, you and me in fr- up front holding frolicking, and Jody and your girl in the back frolicking, turned <laughs> up the way God intended. <laughs> Or at least the way Disney intended. Yeah. Isn't, that, isn't that the future that the liberals the liberals want? Yeah, that that'll be a crazy shotgun trip. Arrive Thursday, leave on Saturday. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Arrive on Thursday, land, just go straight to Disneyland. Yeah. And then like go to the airport and catch a red eye back home. Oh right Friday God. morning. No, that's too much. Too much. I'm too old for that shit now, man. I can't do that. <laughs> I get sleep on the plane. And I you have do. the whole weekend to make up for it. And I'm still tired, man. I'm still tired. 
I'm and I yeah, might as well be I, out there another day. There's no reason to fly back on like same day. Least, <laughs> like at least I, run home and say hi to your mom and then leave. <laughs> mom, you got to go to Costco and then leave. <laughs> or mom, can you take me to Costco and then the airport? You know what? You owe, you owe me for that bullshit trip to total to uh, Bevmo to pick up the shitty fucking seltzer that you lied about. Just because just because Duncan likes it doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> I mean, he does prefer Universal to Disney, so that's already questionable taste. Ah, <laughs> uh, so uh. Vegas passed a new law since we've been there, Sean. It's not only has it been passed, but it's also in effect. Yes. Which is pretty prompt. And I understand the spirit of the law is to fucking give the police department a chance to harass homeless people even more because I know how much apparently the police love to harass homeless. Yes. But, and I don't, and, and I also don't know how much of it has to do with, you know, the, the people tearing down the fucking coverings that they put up for the F1 to take pictures of the sphere and stuff. Yeah. But now it is a misdemeanor mm-hmm. to stop on any pedestrian bridges in Vegas. I don't think it's even just homeless. I think it's people that are like trying to like hustle too. The buskers, yes, the hustlers, yeah, and the trying bustlers. to sell CDs and shit, and like the CDs or people. like three, yeah, the three card Monty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, them too. Like the people that set up and play a saxophone with yeah. the with a hat. I mean, if you're going to go to Vegas, you should just say, fuck Vegas, and go to downtown. Not even downtown. Go to the Arts District, where it's fucking happening. That's where it's happening. And hang at the D? Hang at the D. The D. But anyway, go to Art District, because there's good beer over there. Good food. It's chill. Yeah. Way better than the Strip. You don't have to deal with fucking stinky-ass people in stinky-ass mascot costumes that aren't supposed to hassle you for money if you take a picture with them, but they still do. <laughs> you don't get your butt whipped walking by. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, so it is a... And people are like, well, how are the police going to enforce this? And it's like, I don't think if you stop for a quick second quick second or two to take a picture of like the sphere or mm-hmm. you know, a hotel or something from the bridge, they'll yeah. stop you. It'll... But if you know, it's the difference between no parking in a red curve and no stopping yeah. signs. You know, it's like if you're, you know, it's like if you're parked there and your car's, if you're out of your car, then they'll give you a ticket. But if you're like, stop for a quick second, yeah, they'll come by and be like, is there a problem? It's like, oh, I'd stop for this or whatever. And they'll, <laughs> yeah. you know, let you go. Yeah. Speaking so, of Vegas, Danny, not, not to put you on the spot, but who do you want as your next head coach? And who do you think you're going to realistically get as your head coach? If you had to guess right now. I'm I'm going to, I'm going to um, follow my heart and it's just one name. There's only one name, Sean. Antonio Pierce. <laughs> Antonio he is Pierce. the Raideristy of Raiders coaches we've ever had. <laughs> that's the, He's uh, got... that's the, that's who it's uh, been running the show, right? Yes, he took over, yes. Yeah. He's the one that chased out poor uh McDonald by <laughs> it's like by uh like apparently had a, they had him team meeting and the coach you know, he uh 
he brought in Antonio Pierce to give the team a motivational speech. And he was like, remember that year when the Patriots were undefeated and we beat them in, at, when I was on the New York Giants, we beat them in the Super Bowl that year. And apparently he got into an argument and was told never to disrespect the P- New England Patriots like that again. <laughs> and that was pretty much from what I heard the straw that broke the camel's back of getting him fired. Oh, geez. I mean, they did play well at the end. Yes. I mean, they weren't great, but, you know, I think if we get him a good offensive coordinator, mm-hmm. he's a, and a year to work guy, in his right? own system. He was, yeah, he was a linebacker in New York and mm-hmm. stuff. So the defense was like number two in the league because I think the Jets, yeah, the Jets had the number one defense and the number 32 offense. <laughs> but the other thing that he had was he had that like Raiders, like swagger. You know, after the wins, there everyone was smoking cigars in the locker room. Like even Charles Woodson, and you know, yeah. Raider Warren Sapp was there. Like everyone, all the legends in the circle of honor, smoking smoking cigars with the boys. Yeah, uh, he showed up to games in his personal car, uh, low rider with hydraulics, sixty four Impala. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Um, and on top of that, the Raiders were the least penalized team in the league this year. Wow. That's a pretty well coached team, man. Yes. What is he has the respect he has the respect of the players, they listen to him and they fucking don't fuck around on the field. <laughs> I want Antonio Pierce. That's the only name. Yeah, true. I haven't if checked I out anyone. Yeah, I haven't checked out the Raiders subreddit. Is there like is there a like a hive mind pick that they want? Antonio Pierce. Really? Wow. Antonio Pierce, or we riot. <laughs> the worst coach, the worst one they can hire if they want the 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 stadium and you know the strip to completely burn down. Yeah, Bill Belichick. That doesn't make. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know where Bill fits in, man. I think the dude I, should just retire. I think he should retire, but I my talking to my uh, supervisor at work about it, and he said he heard rumors that he's going to. Uh, Atlanta was like pursuing him. Yeah. Um, there is, and of course, this is just traditional Philly fashion, I guess. A lot of people want him to go to Philly out here. No. Yes. I don't know, man. I think that's what they're like. They're like, they're right there on the edge. But yeah, no, I agree. Like, and, and they're about to break Lincoln Park. Um, the yes, the uh, NFC South is a is bullshit, and it would be very easy to put a team together and win the division first year. Yes, I guess the only thing is, is the question would be is, um, even if he goes, like this is my theory on uh, Bill is I think he did too much. I don't think you could be the head coach. And be the GM. There's just too much. There's too much going on, realistically, for any one person, especially at his advanced age. Correct. You know, maybe when you're a little bit younger, you can handle, and you're not. You don't need to take as many naps. Yeah. Like, how are you negotiating contracts and out on the practice field and developing strategies? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you gotta have right. somebody you just trust. Even if, even if, yeah, even if Bill's not lesser is maybe going hey this is what i want and whatnot and you still need somebody else doing it because you can't do it you can't be out there like negotiate 
trying to negotiate and all do all this extra scouting and stuff. It just, it doesn't make sense. I think that's where he ended up messing up. I think he took on too much. Right. My favorite thing about him, uh, not, I don't know. Everything I saw was not him fired or resigning. It was, they uh, mutually parted ways. Yeah. Was one of the New York papers on their social media tweeted out that, um, the Patriots and Bill Belichick parted ways after 24 seasons Belichick, you know, who lost to the New York Giants in two Super Bowls, finished his season with a loss to the New- finished his career in New England with a loss to the New York Jets. <laughs> it's like, dude, how much fucking shade can you throw at one man in one tweet? I mean, the guy has more Super Bowls than the whole city and New- both teams in New York, so Yes. Now the two of them came up, and especially the one year, like I said, they got uh, a coach in New- Las Vegas fired. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if anybody that get, that gets taken away out of Bilicek's, uh coaching tree is good. I think there seems nobody. To be There's nobody. None of them were any good. Not yeah. even in college, they were good. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Romeo Cordet, Cormel, yeah. the big white dude that ended up going to Notre Dame. Yeah. He sucked. Yeah. Either the dude that was with the Raiders just tried to destroy the Raiders, destroyed the Broncos. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just obviously this is uh today's Thursday by the time any of this hits the air, it probably will be way too late. <laughs> but yeah, man, dude, I really hope like the Packers just don't like lay a giant goose egg on Sunday. <laughs> I'm worried about the defense. And the offense I feel okay about. It's the defense. Right, and I guess the the Bears uh, GM because they have the first and like the ninth pick this year mm-hmm. that they got in the because they, they got from uh, I want to say Jacksonville mm-hmm. um, in a trade for DJ Moore. Yeah, uh, but they uh, he was saying that he's not sure exactly what he's going to do with the pick. He's he's op- basically he's open to listening to offers like they did last year when they traded away the number one overall pick. And got a yeah. bunch of shit for it. So, mm-hmm. you know, we'll see. I don't know. People oh, say it's... Fields is the guy and that he they, he need they the team needs other things than a quarterback. So, yeah. I I I mean, I don't give a shit about the Bears, so fuck them. Right. I'm glad that buddy... Green Bay won uh won the uh into the playoffs on the uh by beating the Bears cuz it's always fucking sweet and I wish we could play Detroit in the playoffs, but I don't think that's going to happen. Well, you guys both have to at least make it past the first round. I don't know who what the matchups will be in the second round if you both win. We'll go to the Niners because we're the lowest seed. Oh, okay. There's like like we would have to meet in the uh NFC championship game. Okay. Yeah, basic, basic, I guess there's a yeah. There's a bar in Detroit who uh the owner put out an edict that no Stafford jerseys allowed. During the during the game, <laughs> Rams uh, Lions game because you know whether he's like I don't care if it's a Rams jersey or a Lions jersey, no Stafford jersey is allowed. He's like you better either not wear a jersey or have another player from the Lions that you have a jersey of because no Stafford allowed. Oh, oh, are you that salty that your team couldn't fucking do good under Stafford, and as soon as he goes to another team, he wins a Super Bowl? Right, and it's <laughs> and it's like even worse because the guy you got is doing good now, right? Like yeah. it took him a little bit to build a team and the new coach. Oh, he is a goofy so, guy, though. I've seen some of his interviews. 
He's a fucking oh, yeah. weird guy. He's a co- he's a player guy. He's not like overly polished or anything, but the team plays for him, so respect to respect to right. Him. And I don't know who's goofier, him or the dude in uh the Dolphins. But the Dolphins. Oh my he's god! Yeah, goofy. that that guy is a little goofy. I feel like he doesn't take things that seriously, though. Like, no, yeah. like there was there was a game last year. I saw uh, you know highlights of it, and they were playing the Bears, and Justin Fields was fucking going off. And he got, he was rushing and he got pushed over into him basically. And he was like, Hey, I need you to stop. I need you to stop doing this right now. And someone, they asked him about it afterwards. Like, what were you saying to him? And it's like, Oh yeah, dude. Like he was fucking passing everywhere. He was running over us and my defense couldn't stop him. So I just figured, uh, I, I just asked him like, he couldn't hurt. <laughs> and he's like, well, what happened? He's like, yeah, dude, it just sucks, man. He didn't listen to me. <laughs> Yeah, he's I don't know, dude. He's like the dolphins are decent. Like, I mean, I don't know. Every there's always teams that just always get chirped on about not being able to beat like the better teams, but I don't know, like you don't you got a bridge somewhere to like go from yeah, being but... really shitty to being like decent? <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't uh, go from like not making the playoffs to winning the Super Bowl, expect you know you gotta have a year where you like get get your team together and then realize like oh we're still missing one or two pieces yeah yeah i mean i can't say that matt uh lafleur is any better because like he said something about like like i remember it was like last year when uh rogers was here or like the year before and things were getting like we got like some momentum and we were like going and he was he said something about like like um about hot piss and now on the packer subreddit it's just like one of those things like is your piss hot and i'm just like why is this a thing why is this a thing i don't know i haven't i haven't measured the temperature of my piss (laughs) if i go outside and i pee and it steams does it mean it's hot i don't know i'm confused so So, many so many questions quick tangent show you where my mind goes Yes, you know, pissing on. I I went from pissing on things to pregnancy tests to this <laughs> clip of one of those like thousand, you know, fat people shows, reality shows. <laughs> so here's why. So my coworker was telling me about it, and I ended up like, you know, the fucking power of you know my phone listening to me on social media. I ended up seeing the clip later, and so mm-hmm. I think it was like my thousand pound sister, and so this one, the bigger one, she's talking to the doctor, and mm-hmm. you know she's got the fucking like oxygen in her mouth, nose mm-hmm. and shit, and the other ones with her. And um, the doctor, you know, doing normal stuff and I guess asks, when's the last time you had your period? And I guess it had been a while. And she's like, I think I might be pregnant. And the sister fucking rolled the shit out of her eyes. <laughs> like the camera zoomed in on it. <laughs> and the doctor's like, um, you know, in the most doctorly way possible, it's like, why do you um, feel that you might be pregnant? And she's like, well, I've just been craving some weird stuff that I haven't ever been like craving before. Like my body just wants something and it's shocking. And it's like, okay. I was like, well, what's, what's the craving? And this feels like the setup of a joke. And, you know, people say reality shows are scripted and I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Cause this is funny, mm-hmm. but he's like, so what do you, what do you, what do you, what are you craving that you normally don't? And she's like, oh dude, I just always been, lately been wanting to drink a shitload of water. So disappointing. <laughs> And the doctor's like, water, huh? And it's like, yes. And it's like, so apparently uh, 
Your body she is doesn't want like peanut butter and pickle sandwich. Asking for general hydration. Yes. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Jeez. Um, so you uh watched the television show, Sean? I did watch it. I did watch the show. Um, so on Hulu, you could uh the show is called The Great North. Um, and it's it's a show about a family. Um, I don't know who. I'm assuming because it's Hulu, it's like Fox and stuff like that. And so it's basically a family in Alaska. And it's got a lot of, I would say, um, Bob Berger vibes. There's a lot of different voice actors that are from Bob's Burgers that are in there. So it definitely, especially like the main character um, is in there. But it is it is a pretty funny show. So we ended up watching through season one and it's just the some of the ridiculous things that are said and the uh the metaphors that they use and the random predicaments that they come in i don't think it's as like crazy as like um like family guy or any of those uh but it has its own like wholesome um fun and it's the reason and it reminds me a little bit the reason why i say it like reminds me of like the people that do bob's burger because it's they keep like that family vibe going that bob's has so um there's three people that created the show Mm -hmm. two sisters wendy and lizzie molyneux Mm -hmm. and minty lewis and i don't think anyone will be shocked especially you will not be shocked to learn that the molyneux sisters Mm -hmm. have been uh writers for bob's burger since 2011 it makes total sense it makes total. I mean, sense. looking at the art style, it looks like Bob's Burgers. Yeah, it's uh, definitely adjacent. Yeah. yeah, they make it a little different, but yeah, it's it's close. So if you like the general storytelling of Bob's Burgers, you'll like um, the Great North. It's got some really funny moments. the The disappointing thing is, is the first episode is not as good as the rest of the season, though. So I feel like I'm like I have to say like beware <laughs> power through the first show yeah i hate that because that's like my biggest critique and i know i'm gonna bitch about it in a few episodes about one of what about our friend quattro's because he fucking uses that light fucking line all the time too but um yeah but it's better the, than like yeah, some the... shows where people are like like the office like i tried to get in the office and mm-hmm. people say you know what man just you just got to power through like the first like two or three seasons, then it gets good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no seasons, no seasons. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. <laughs> oh, and then also when you're watching it, skip this season. It's not very good this season, and and it's like, dude, that's just if I can't if I just skip seasons plural, then it's not a good show. No, not at all. It has good moments, but it's not an overall good show. Exactly. Um... I do, I do like that there's an overall kind of background. Like, there's a couple, like, little side stories that, like, take place over all the episodes. Like, one of the brothers is getting married. So, like, it leads up to the marriage at the end of the season of season one. And um, there's, like, goofy things that kind of just happen throughout. Um, ironically, Alanis Morissette is in the show as herself, as, a, like, a spiritual guide, which is pretty funny. Um but there's a she lot didn't of play God like she did in the Kevin Smith movie. No, she did not play God. <laughs> but there's a lot of there's a there's some pretty there's some definitely pretty funny things. Um, 
another big voice actor that they got to do the dad and i can't remember his name for me but nick offerman yes nick offerman thank you um yeah so nick offerman is in uh i think it's was it parks and rec yep Uh, yep yeah so he's in that he's the guy with the big old beard that does all the like overly masculine things it's funny because he does a lot of yeah he does a lot There's of the one episode where he orders the the turf and turf, <laughs> the ribeye with the porterhouse. Yeah, um, he is pretty manly in this one, but it's definitely more family toned and not so like, like, um, not it, it's not as Nick Offerman as you see him in other things, which is cool because he he's definitely a lot more like lighthearted in this one, which is. Which is good because I think it would really screw up the uh, the vibe that the show has. But there's all all sorts of weird shit that happens in it that's really funny uh, overall with it. So I would definitely, if you're looking for like one of those light comedies, animated comedies, and you if you like Bob's Burgers, then I would definitely give this a a a, a watch. And it's this it is on Hulu. Nice. Yep. And the new season starts this this month, so it's not something that just like did a couple of seasons that got canceled. Like there's more episodes still coming out. It's not like a Netflix thing where it's like, Oh, I like this show. I hope the third season is as good as the second season. And they're like, just kidding. No seconds, no third season. It's like, but you announced a third season. <laughs> even like started filming it. And they're like, yeah. And then we realized how expensive it was going to be. So we uh, stopped. Well, at least pre-production, not filming. <laughs> Pretty much. Because in Hollywood, there's a thing where once you get to like the third season, you get a bump in pay like everyone but not just the cast but the crew as well yeah makes sense so uh real quick sean i finished both of my uh the pours of bourbon i don't know how much i drank it was more than a shot i just eyeballed the shit out of it (laughs) but i figured i'd want to do something to also wet my whistle so i opened up a doka beer the brewery that had mentioned on a previous show up in san francisco area Mm -hmm. it is a Galangal wit beer with lime. Oh, dude, I've had a couple other beers. Uh, no, nothing bad. I'm gonna have to go online and order some more of what's available. <laughs> it's a pretty solid brewery. And if you're up in that area, even I would try. I'm gonna have. I would recommend trying to go visit it. Okay. Oh, fine. But uh, yes. You also played. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. While we were while we were also on break, um, after I beat Cyberpunk, I ended up replaying um, Red Dead Redemption, the uh, first one, the first game with uh, John uh, Marston. Um, it, I forgot how fun that that game was. It's it, I mean the story's pretty simple compared to the second one, um, but it's pretty damn fun. And I forgot the ending, and I ended up getting sad. So. Luckily, I, uh, I I finished through that. Um, what it's such a great game um, from like a first person story. I ended up um, playing through and doing like a couple random achievements I didn't really do the last time I played it years and years and years ago. Um, and then I also started the uh, DLC Undead Night. Um, big big uh-oh on that one that game is super glitchy i haven't really sat down to figure out how to fix it because there was something that said if you if you uninstall the patch um it'll fix it 
but a lot of the characters um they lose their heads and hands and some of the zombies are act like humans and you get in trouble for killing them even though it's like marked on your map that they're a zombie um so there's some huge glitches with the dlc that just really killed Kill. my vibe <laughs> to play to finish the dlc which which is kind of which is really annoying it's super annoying not to say the dlc is super amazing but it's like like the gameplay is fun and i just want to play it you know and and uh get through it um it the dlc does take place like towards the end of the game so basically um john is the the main character and his family gets attacked and he ties them up and he's trying to figure out how to like cure them basically and going town to town doing random side missions and stuff like that so um it doesn't seem like the dlc is going to be very big um but i just can't really play with it because i have to like save the game and i have to restart the game like every like 15 minutes and it's just yeah no it's a fucking buzzkill out the ass so yes hopefully you don't have uh those issues yeah I used to, when i used to play uh final fantasy 14 like i was still doing stuff and you know we'd be uh some of the guys in my uh free company we'd mm -hmm. be chatting on discord and one of the guys who was uh pretty much done everything he wanted to do in that latest update yeah. and, and you know i'm sure you're aware as destiny it's like oh I've already gotten everything I want. And then other people are like, well, I still need to do these raids, but you still want to hang out. Yeah. So he was in the, in the discord chatting mm -hmm. and, uh, but he was one of those like PCs are way better than consoles. When he was playing one of the Skyrim family of games, but with all the fucking mods mm -hmm. and he would, he would, we'd be talking all of a sudden you hear him start cussing and stuff. Cause his computer fucking crashed or it wouldn't load the mod. So he'd have to restart the computer and do this and do that. And it's like, dude, We've been playing for like 45 minutes on Final Fantasy on our uh, console. You're still trying to start your fucking game on PC. He's like, yeah, but when it loads, it'll be way better. And it's like, yeah, but you don't sound like you're having a good time, dude. You're straight up not having a good time. <laughs> so, so true. <laughs> I finished. I don't know if you uh, finished it. I tried to give you advanced notice of watching I'm in Love with the Villainous. I, I I didn't watch it and Danny I'm I've tried like three of these villain things I just can't I don't know what it is about the story they don't seem like bad stories but I can't get into them like anything where it's like you they uh they get like reincarnated as like the villain or something with the villain it's just I don't know what it this is one, man. I can't get into of it the, of those of the genre this is my favorite of the genre gotcha okay because because they don't like it rarely comes up. I'm not saying never. And they don't overdo it. It's not like um God mode kind of a thing where her knowledge of the universe of the game mm -hmm. like saves saves the day every single time. Yeah. Like when there's like monsters to fight, yes. She's like, Oh, I know this monster and this and that. But and there's a couple times where there's legit like she's like, wait. I'm not supposed to encounter this monster till later in the game. My power isn't fucking high enough. Like, mm -hmm. and you know, it isn't through the power of her cheat coding 
the knowledge of the game. It's through the power of friendship that she's able to fight the the boss or the <laughs> monster. Yeah. You know, and there's because she changes the game because in the game, the the hero is supposed to fall in love with one of the princes. But in the show, she's fucking straight up trying to go after the girl, the villainess. Yeah. And I like at one point they even ask her, they flat out ask her, it's like, um, are you like into chicks? And she's like, uh, I never thought about that. Like, I'm not, I don't really care about dudes, but I, so I guess I am. <laughs> and even, but 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 she also knows that the villainess is in love with one of the princes. Yeah, and she's like, you know, I'm okay, um, loving you from afar because I'm not going to force you to, you know, I'm not going to cheat, use my cheat. Basically, I'm not going to cheat to to love you to make you love me and make you unhappy. So if you choose to love me, awesome. But if not, then I'm going to help you get the prince. Yeah. So it's. And there's a bunch of other things that kind of come up that changes. And so she's throwing, it's not like she's following the straight script of the game. She's not playing the game again in the new world, right? Yeah. Like they know, because that's normally how it works. It's like, oh, I remember this fucking um, scene in the game. I remember this moment in the game. I'm supposed to do this and I'm supposed to do that. And then they cheat code their way through this, the inc- um, incident. Yeah. There's a term and I can't think of it. I'm a little drunk. I should not have drank like eight ounces of whiskey and some beer. <laughs> um, but you know what I'm saying? Like uh, encounter. There it is. That encounter. Yeah. Like they cheat code their way. Like, which is, I understand why you don't like the genre. Cause they just like, Oh God mode mm-hmm. through the whole show. Um, the characters are all likable. Um, and there's a, like the whole thing. Di- they kind of lean into the dynamic of royalty versus the commoners the peasants, if you will, like she gets into the magic school, not because she's, you know, royalty or like, you know, elite, but because she has a scholarship. And so she's kind of looked down on by the villainous. Um, but yeah, I really actually enjoyed this one out of all the, the shows in this yeah. genre. Okay. This is probably not probably definitely my favorite. And then two new, two new shows. One of them the second episode just came up today since you already, you know, right. Spoiled yeah. The magic of winter recording. And the so, other one had the second episode the day before. Yep. Yeah. So there's two, you watch- yeah, there's two questions. This is so weird, dude. I'm actually watching four animes on high dive. Whoa. What? I, I'm only watching the two. Yeah. So, um, darkness in my heart season two started, um, just this week. I don't know if right. you caught I'm, the first. I was like, season. is that on high dive or is that Crunchyroll? High, yeah, it's high dive with the uh, the emo kid, okay, yeah, the yeah. emo boy, and the yeah. uh, right. It is high dive. I need yeah. to, I need to start the. I never finished the first season, and I think I only watched like the first five or six episodes. Yeah, and I almost started to watch this the new season, but then I'm looking at it, and I'm like, I think I need to start this over because I don't really remember what happened. Yeah, exactly. Um, so there's that one. Um. So that one just and it just the second season just started like this week. It's like a week behind for whatever reason, which I guess I'm not complaining. The other one that I just randomly watched, um, and I don't know how I feel about it yet. I'm just trying to see how it goes. It's called My Instant Death Ability is Overpowered. Oh yeah. yeah. I heard that one was um people were looking forward to that one. 
Yeah, okay. I haven't heard too much about it after I mean I don't know. Like I'm going to I'm going to keep watching it, but I'm reserved on it. Like I'm just like I don't know where it's going yet. I feel like it's kind of there's weird shit going on. I I just I don't I don't know. I don't know. Uh we'll we'll uh we'll see what happens. But there is two animes that came out that on High Dive that are pretty out there and are definitely part of the uh like NC seventeen <laughs> scenes that get a little risque that I was surprised right. that even made animes. <laughs> uh, well, and I'm surprised they didn't censor the fuck out of at least one of them. The first one, mm-hmm. Chain Soldier, which the manga is like slave soldier. Correct. And apparently they didn't want to use the word slave on the show. Yes. So they call it chained. Mm-hmm. Um the first episode seemed like your standard guy in normal world gets sucked into a world with monsters. Mm-hmm. But it's not full isekai because like they explain it in the beginning that a portal opened up and monsters came in and there was people that had like the regular military weapons didn't work and there was people that had abilities mm-hmm. and only those people could fight it. And so, and they even had like instructions that if you're sucked into this alternate world where the monsters live, like the, I can't remember the, the name of the place, but an incident, like whatever incident. Yep. And, and the guy like looks at, he gets sucked in there and he looks at, like, what do I do? What are the instructions? So he looks it up on his phone mm-hmm. so that us as the viewers know the rules. Yeah. I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you need that. People always complain in movies and stuff where it's like, why does this person not know what's going on? And it's like, well, because. That person is us. We yes. don't know what's going on, and we need something explained to us. So it's explained to us through them. Definitely, no, definitely. And um, so, like uh, in the in the first episode and in the first like chapter of the book, basically he ends up, um, you know, because guys can't have powers. It's only for whatever reason when they eat this um mysterious fruit in this alternative universe like uh it only gives the uh the women powers and so um and there's all sorts of just different cool powers and stuff like they they get pretty kind of creative um did you read any of the manga Ah, I have read quite a bit of the manga. I've read everything. I was just wondering, because you're going off, and I'm like, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about, so I'm going to assume you've read the manga. I have read everything. I've bought every every volume so far. I I bet you have. (laughs) I told you Um, when we were in Little Tokyo, both of these, um, I've read both of these, and I'm not proud. (laughs) You seem a little proud right now, though. It's okay. I have to for the show. I have to. I have to give inspiration, right? <laughs> yes. But yeah, the first episode, I'm like, you know, I keep hearing not just from you, but from, you know, my buddy at work and Reddit in general that the first ep- that this show is going to be fucking batshit crazy and they can't believe they're making an anime and I'm watching it and I'm like, well, where's, where's, where's the titties? Where's the puss? Where's the fucking crazy? And it's like, oh, it's, this feels very standard, but I can tell it's going to get off the rails. But the first episode, like, lulls you into a sense of if you don't, if you haven't read the manga, and you watch the first episode, you're almost 
disappointed from the hype of the craziness. <laughs> or even if you haven't, or if you haven't heard the hype, you're like, I can watch this in front of my family. <laughs> Let's just say the sloppy kiss is the most PG right thing that happens. <laughs> I can, I, yeah, I figured. <laughs> um, the overall, st- I mean, we could go on and on because just because I knew so much of a head. Um, it is a pretty interesting universe. Um, I'm curious as how much more the animation is going to go on. There's a lot of different things that kind of happen. And I'm curious. I don't know. I don't know if there's enough. I think, I wonder if there's just too many books out for the first anime to really kind of conclude. So I'm curious as how far this is going to go and where they're going to settle at. Because it's just, you know, as one of those things where if you've read so much, like, sometimes in your head you can't remember like where's a good stopping point for like the stories and stuff like that so right but that's yeah. that's a way better volume i mean a problem than they're having with like jujitsu kaisen where the author's like yeah this character that everyone fucking loves that may or may not be dead <laughs> yeah i don't know if she's gonna live or not like i haven't written that far and i haven't gotten that far in the writing process yet yes exactly so so was it enough for you to want to watch episode two this week i mean i do like the world the way they built the world so far that you know they have like the special forces unit and this like demon world trying to stop it so the demons don't come into regular japan and fucking decimate like everybody um i kind of anime bullshit of the different personalities of the girls like they're not subtle with like the sundari where it's like i don't even want you living here <laughs> girl and the oh we'll be friends and i'm the newest member right before you but don't forget i still outrank you yes <laughs> um but at least but those are the side two characters um the main character definitely has like it noble intentions it kind of felt and I didn't finish this one either. The one where the dude turned into like the giant bear or whatever, and the chick realized that she can like climb inside of him and make him more powerful. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. I can't remember the name. But for some reason, it kind of had the similar like vibes as far as like this guy turning into a demon type thing that's super strong as long as his like bonded slavery or chainedness. Yeah. was tied to the main character the main girl yeah no it makes I, yeah it makes sense i think yeah and i think they do he has to do like training too i think later on to like keep like to be able to be in that form longer just like typical like you know anime fighting stuff so right so yeah there's some definitely some other stuff that goes on too which uh we'll talk about at the end of the season probably when we're doing the 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 wrap up reviews depending on if you stay right. stick with it i don't I'll, i mean i'll watch it but and it, like you said it's kind of like you, it's hard to say something because you don't know if it's going to be in the first season or not correct um i know quattro said he wasn't a fan of the of the show so but I feel like me and Quacho is only like 10% of the shows that each other watch. 15%. I was going to say, um, <laughs> he has hor- he, he he has questionable taste. <laughs> but he also loves Destiny and wants to hang out with you. 
He's a uh, no. He doesn't play Destiny no more. He's on. He's he plays uh those gotcha games, and I think he was oh, oh even worse. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, the second one that and it came out that it the on Hive Dive that it is going to be the um uncensored version is gushing nipples for gush, the nipples, gushing for Magic Girls, Magic oh my Girls, God, dude. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I fucked up with this show, Sean. Oh my god, don't tell me Jody watched it. She didn't watch it, but so I watched the first episode, and this is what what One Punch Man is to like fighting anime where it's like just making fun of it. This yeah. is to Sailor Moon or similar genres. It's just fucking mocking the shit out of it with titties. <laughs> yeah. So, like, when she transforms, like, the girl, like, she wants to be one of the magical girls. And this little sprite thing comes along and is like, hey, you want to be like them? I'll help you. And then she fucking transforms. And I'm watching it. And I'm like, wait, did I just see anime nipples? <laughs> like, they didn't do the fucking, like, um, Christopher Nolan fucking blinding light or fucking pixelate half the screen so it went black. Bullshit they normally do. Yeah. And... Come to find out, the guy lied to her because she's not going to be one of the heroes. She's a villain. Yeah. And while she's standing there, like, you know, in her awkwardness, like, I don't want to be the villain, the heroes show up and they're like, What are you doing, villain? And she's like, I don't want to be the villain. And the leader of the heroes is like, Well, we got to hear her out. And the other girl's like, No, this is bullshit, dude. Fucking villains lie all the time. <laughs> and then the guy's like, Tap that plant and see what happens. So she taps a flower. Turns into this monster that fucking grabs them with the vines and just farts. It's like Sailor Moon with nipples and BDSM. <laughs> Bondage, nipples, Sailor Moon. Those are like the three keywords that I would use to describe this show, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. So the second episode came out yesterday. <laughs> and my wife, I watched, I'm watching, I'm trying to get caught up on the, the second season of Goblin Slayer. Yep. Hopefully, we'll plan on talking about that next week. Hopefully. I got to fucking watch that one, too. I'm behind. Yeah. I'm like, I'm about halfway through. So, heads up. We're yes. talking about Goblin Slayer Season 2 next week. Okay. I got to get my shit together. Yes. Um, But anyway, so I watched that, and she didn't say anything. Like, the fucking, like, there's, like, fighting goblins. And there's one scene that's in this episode that I watched was really fucking awesome where he, like, slices through a goblin and, like, the blood... Like it's the camera's behind the goblin and he's on the other side. Mm -hmm. And when he slices through the blood, like hits the the quote unquote camera, right? It's animated, but yeah, like it fucking kind of covers the camera. And so the kind of little bit of the action is smuddled because of the blood there. Yeah. Not a fucking peep. He's like watching her little K dramas on her phone. So I'm like, oh, she's not paying attention. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to risk it for the biscuit and watch season episode <laughs> two of fucking gushing for magic girls which fucking <laughs> opens with her fantasizing about the girls fucking naked and my wife i look over and she's looking at me like um should i do leave? You need to be alone <laughs> yes <laughs> oh my god that's hilarious and i'm like you didn't watch you didn't say one thing with all the blood she's like well i saw this and i saw that and i'm like but she didn't say anything and she's like but you chose it to like not the gore and the blood, but the titties, huh? Spoken like a true American. 
Yes, it uh, it gets a little interesting in this one. <laughs> and I, I, like at the end of the second season, they um, you know, full you know, Marvel Comics at the end of an arc, they kind of tease the next villain. Yeah, where it's like in a shadow or a, something off. Somebody will say something or whatever, and it's like, oh, either someone who people who don't know is like, oh, I don't know who that is. Who's he gonna fight next? Or it's like, oh my god, he's gonna fight fucking this person next. I can't wait. Um, they did, you know, at the end of the second episode, spoil or like tease the second of her comrades in the villainry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they're a pretty funny. They're a pretty funny bunch. The those those three. <laughs> I mean. Cause my wife's like they're showing they're they're able to show this and i'm like i mean you got to like acknowledge you're 18 and she's like but like it wasn't that hard i'm like yeah no you just had to push a button and, I, and she's like that's i mean it's kind of a little sexy more sexier than i thought it would be and i'm like <laughs> what i don't know man it's like funny yeah she's like if i was a teenage boy i'd watch this all the time and i'm like well, i guess <laughs> it's a good thing i'm not a, a teenage boy all the time anymore i mean <laughs> Uh, I, there's quite a bit of volumes uh, translated as well. I'm not all the way through this one. Um, I, I gave it like a, a break because I was like, I don't even know where this is going anymore. <laughs> but yeah, dude. Chitties, it... Bondage, Sailor Moon. <laughs> exactly. Pretty much. So definitely uh, a couple risque animes. Um this season <laughs> i mean it goes back to you know our talking about like when uh they picked up um the fucking one where they you know test they review magic the reviewed uh, interspecies review yeah 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 where it's like they they aired a couple episodes and then they stopped airing it because it was too risky and it's like then why did you did you not read the fucking manga before you I guess decided not. to start making the anime. I guess not. Do you not want? Do you not want to know what you're paying, putting your money for? <laughs> I was very shocked. Like the first time I saw, like, because you know, usually they do the the Barbie body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where you got, you know, na- naked but no nipple, no nothing. And they, I mean, they didn't like get full detail, but they got they drew the nipples on there, and I was like, whoa. So high dive doesn't care anymore. I don't know. Maybe that maybe this is testing the waters to see maybe. how much more people will subscribe if they do the uh, the uncensored versions because there is really no place to watch uncensored anime like outside of just buying it or looking or jumping on a pirate ship. Right, and High Dive has to fight against a fucking giant fucking monopoly that is Crunchyroll that fucking bought everything but High Dive. Correct. So. I could see High Dive stand trying to make it their niche to show uncensored anime to stand out. Yep. Which either Crunchyroll will be like, well, fuck it, they're th- that's where the degenerates go. Or don't, we got to show, show titties. Don't we got to show titties to, or we got to show titties to compete. Yep. yep it's like yep. years ago, one of the earlier episodes of The Simpsons. It was like uh, one of those where Lisa had a dream about the future. Mm-hmm. And like Homer and Marge were watching TV, and it's like, wow. Uh, Marge was pointed out that it was pretty shocking how quick Fox Television went hardcore porn. <laughs> yeah. 
It's like, yeah. is that going to be the future of high dive? Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> uh, I think that's going to, if we, if we were uh, one of those that, you know, shows that uh, took a random quotes or moments from the show as our title, mm -hmm. I would insist that the title of the show be uh, Titties Bondage Sailor Moon. <laughs> it, the problem is that it describes it so perfectly. <laughs> Oh, all right, everybody, that's it for today's show. Make sure you follow us on Podbean, iTunes, all those magical places, Facebook, magical girl Instagram. Places. <laughs> Sometimes untapped, all those other places. Oh, all right, everybody, until next time. Later. <laughs>